Welcome to the Olefins Weekly Wrap-Up. Today is Friday, September 11th. I'm Erin Roberts. And I'm Kathy Hall. And together we bring you the IHS Market podcast that reviews the top events moving the ethylene and propylene markets over the past week. The design of this podcast is to complement the content from the North America Light Olefins Weekly Service, otherwise known as the NALO Weekly. It's been quite some time since you've been on the podcast, Kathy. Almost two months. It's good to have you back. Well, I remain a faithful listener every week, even when I'm not the featured guest. Thank you, Aaron, for keeping this podcast going. It's great to be back. I'll go ahead and start things off with the energy markets, beginning with crude oil. Oil prices decreased this week with an apparent plateau in oil demand recovery as fears of renewed oversupply from rising U.S. stockpiles and higher OPEC plus output contribute to increasing global inventories. Demand outlook continues to be weak, especially with new COVID-19 cases rising again in certain parts of the world. Even as shut-in wells have returned, the recent uplift in U.S. output is still expected to be insufficient to offset the sector's steep declines. Therefore, the U.S. production curve is expected to remain mostly flat through 2021. IHS Market expects the WTI cash price to average $40 per barrel in both September and October. On the natural gas side, NYMEX natural gas prices have been on the decline since Hurricane Laura made landfall two weeks ago. Over the last couple of weeks, prices have fallen over 15% and traded near $2.25 per million BTU as of this recording. LNG exports are still limited as the terminals near where the hurricane made landfall are still working to get back to normal flows. Additionally, the higher-than-expected storage injection, as well as the relatively benign weather forecasts, haven't helped the bullish cause. Going forward, expect to see price hover around the low $2 level until the fall-winter demand season really gets underway. Far as NGLs go, propane prices have been slipping, according to Opus, moving from $0.50 per gallon at the end of last week to less than $0.46 as of Thursday afternoon. The EIA data from last week showed that propane stocks increased while production rates fell and export volumes also dropped. The story for ethane, though, was different. As more steam crackers came back online from the recent hurricane, demand for ethane increased, and prices moved from a low of $0.18 per gallon to nearly $0.22 as of Thursday afternoon. So, Aaron, what's the latest in the ethylene market? In comparison with the previous three weeks during which the ethylene market was exceptionally active with trades totaling 227, 125, and 160 million pounds respectively, this week, the total trades dropped to only 90 million pounds, still considered to be an extremely active week. Ethylene spot prices maintained an upward trajectory, settling at 26 to 28 and 3 quarters cents per pound for September delivery, 25 and 3 quarters to 26 cents per pound for October delivery, and one trade at 21 cents per pound for November delivery. The price pressure, as reflected by the forward curve, will start to ease as more ethylene capacity is restored, initially in Texas and then later in Lake Charles, Louisiana. On the cost side, The weighted average cash cost decreased this week, primarily driven by lower feedstock prices across the board, although ethane prices improved from the lows seen this month. Cracker restarts have been increasing following Hurricane Laura, and power is now fully restored in Texas. However, crackers in Lake Charles, most notably Sassol, Westlake, LACC, and Indorama, remain offline. 
Combined with the ongoing planned and unplanned outages prior to Laura's devastation, 22.5% of total U.S. ethylene supply is still down. Neither the ethylene nor propylene short-term price forecasts changed this week, but if you want to find out more, you can read their respective sections of the NALO Weekly. Looking downstream, we see that polyethylene supply has been tight, but I hear that's nothing in comparison to polypropylene. Can you tell us how that's affected propylene, Kathy? Well, Hurricane Laura dealt quite a blow to the polypropylene market, with several companies declaring force majeure as a result, and other outages not related to the storm creating a severely short supply situation for this resin. Propylene prices have weathered the storm reasonably well. Polymer grade propylene may have fallen from 37 cents per pound a few weeks ago to 33.5 cents this week, but this is not a severe drop considering the polypropylene situation. That said, Louisiana propylene supply has been curtailed to an extent due to the storm, but operations in Texas have been relatively high, and all three PDH units are running this month. The pullback in demand has been most evident in the lack of propylene volume being transacted, with just 13 million pounds trading this week for September delivery. And that does it for me. Let's go ahead and wrap up the wrap-up. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Play, and give us a like or leave a review if you enjoy it. Check out ihsmarket.com chemical for more information on subscribing to our services. And if you have questions or want us to cover something more specific, you can send an email to me at aaron.roberts at ihsmarket.com. Until next time, 